Pooja, what do we talk about? So uh, I had an amazing time being an international student in the U.S. So I'm here to share my experiences as an international student, yeah. which was pretty amazing, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then you talk about your job experience, how you networked. And yeah, just like some fun facts about South Indians or Tamil. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Welcome to Try with Ping. This is Ping Robert, and in this podcast, we will cover a range of different topics from culture, languages, and underrepresented stories. Join me with a cup of chai and listen to these stories. Welcome back to Chai with Ping. Today we have an international student from Chennai.、Um, we met in the library. She was working at the IT center,、um, and I was working in a language center. So we kind of just met it out. And then I spoke so poor Hindi to her, and then she's like, "Ah, I actually don't speak much Hindi." So let's welcome Pooja Radhakrishnan. Hi, Ping. How are you? <laughs> did, did I pronounce your name right? Oh my! <laughs> yeah, you were right. <laughs> cool. So this is Pooja, and we met at at our university. And what's your major?、Uh, I'm majoring in data science. Ah, so that was a great segue for you to work in the IT center, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, did we you, can say that. <laughs> yeah. Did you Did you enjoy that? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I, I think you're very happy working there. I can see you. I, I can see you. Like whenever I walk by the window, then you're like having a great time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you like chai? I love chai.、Oh. Yeah. Welcome to chai thing. After the the whole quarantine thing is over, you are very welcome to come to our place for for, for sure.、Like、for sure,、definitely. it's been a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Like who will know when we'll meet? But like we're meeting online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Before we start to get to the questions, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background before moving to the U.S.? So, as you said, I'm from India.、Um, to be precise, a town called Kaimato from Tamil Nadu, which is actually in the southern part of the country.、Uh, so I am.、Oh, wait. A... So you're not from Chennai? Actually, no. <laughs> But like you told me. <laughs> is it, that is that an easier way for foreigners to know? Yeah, maybe because、oh, Chennai、okay. is a metro city. It's a smart city,、ah. and Coimbatore is the second biggest one in my state. All right, let's say that city again. Coimbatore. Coimbatore. Oh, okay. I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then, um, I am actually a single child in a very smallly, like, close family. Uh, which comprises of only my parents, my grandmother, and myself. I've literally not stepped out at all. <laughs> so、uh, I lived my entire life in Coimbatore. I did my schooling. I did my undergraduation. Everything was there. And、uh, the only time I really stepped out was for work to Bangalore, which is actually called the Silicon Valley of、uh, India. So.、Um, Apart from curriculum, I was professionally trained to sing and dance. So. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh yeah, <laughs> since childhood. I've Then, been... what was your undergrad majoring? Oh,、uh, that was computer science. Oh okay, okay, the same. Okay, got it. And then you <laughs> sing and dance. Is there a special form of、uh, style, or you know, a school of dance that you do? Um, there is 
a classical method of dance called Bharatanatyam. So uh, I majored in that. And uh, in terms of music, it, it was Carnatic music, classical Indian music. Wow, that is so cool. We should yeah. probably, do you have videos or songs online that we can attach to this episode? Uh, I do have a few in my social media profile, but... Uh, oh, well, then, well, then we'll have to wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. And then, so wait, then you moved back, you moved to Bangalore, and how long were you there? Uh, I moved twice because I did two internships during my undergraduate studies, so I was there for like seven to eight months, maybe, in total. That was the first time I went out there. And then the second time? Oh, nowhere. Just Karmator and Bangalore. <laughs> oh, okay. So you you moved back to Karmator and, and yeah. you worked there for some time. Yeah. yeah. Ah, okay. And so how did you choose to study your master's degree in the U.S.? Yeah, so that was a pretty interesting story because... Um, Choosing a career path is never a cakewalk for anyone for that matter. So um, when I was about to complete my undergraduate studies, uh, I had a terrible confusion because I was interested in many career fields in, in the same field of data, uh, computer science, because I loved networking, I aced databases, and uh, I equally loved data analytics. So I was going nuts. I was so confused. Uh, at that point of time, I got this internship from Honeywell as a predictive analyst intern. And uh, I should say that was the turning point of my life because uh, I was the youngest person in my team and uh, I couldn't have asked for a better team at all because each and every person were so helpful to me and helped me grow throughout. So uh, apart from that, the work that I did was so intriguing that I decided this is going to be my career path. But uh, before making the next decision, I thought, okay, this is a completely new field. So uh, rather than jumping into it, why not study more, gain more knowledge and more experience and then come back here, which will be more uh, fruitful, both for the company and for me. So I was given two options of either taking up a full-time job or to pursue higher studies. And I chose to pursue higher studies. So that decision being made, the question arises, what next? Where do I go? So um, even though when I was in Bangalore, when I thought about it, uh, my cycle used to be like uh, Monday to Friday, I used to go to office. And uh, each and every Friday, I used to board a bus or train or a plane and go back home for the weekend, stay with my parents and spend the weekend, and then come back on Monday. And the whole cycle repeated again. <laughs> How long is the commute? Oh, uh, it's uh, it it's takes not that close. Yeah, <laughs> it's six hours by bus. Um, just fifty minutes. Six hours. Time. That's almost like a whole daytime. Yeah, I usually travel in the night. So... Night bus. Mm, yeah. yeah, I yeah, reach yeah. in the morning, and okay. uh, that's when I realized that I'm such a homebound person, and I've never really been independent. So I didn't know if it was a really good thing or a bad thing, but I really needed to know more about myself. Mm. So I decided that this is the right time to step out. And uh, I asked my parents about this and surprisingly, I was taken aback by their decision. They immediately agreed. 
because um, if the positions were swapped, I would say that um, I would have thought twice before sending my daughter away at such a long distance. I don't have the courage to do it, but yeah. I'm thankful for my parents for doing that mm. till now. Yeah. And um, after that, I was thinking uh, where to go, and I finalized Australia and the U.S. And upon doing some research on the internet and asking my friends, uh, all the opinions were pointing towards the U.S. So uh, after that, I applied to many universities and um, I got few admits. But the reason that I chose DU was because at that point of time, the curriculum that they had was so good because it, it had a perfect balance of both mathematics and computer science, whereas the other universities were more aligned to math. And so I came to DU and here I am. I'm so glad that I made the right choice. <laughs> Are there a lot of girls in your program? Not really. Not really. So what's the ratio? Uh, I could say there are just um, two girls to eight boys. Oh, so 20% are girls. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Wow. And how many international students are there in your, in your same year, that incoming student? Uh, I would say there were more than 50% because... Oh. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, my class used to be in uh, such an organized way that uh, the right side used to have Americans, the left side used to have the Chinese people, and yeah. the other country people used to be in between. <laughs> or like Indians. Are there a lot of Indian students? Oh, yeah. There were six Indian students in my class. Oh, okay. So, But like the most still are Chinese. Oh, yeah. Chinese. Oh, got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that. Like, I didn't know data science or like computer science is mostly, well, half um, international students. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And hmm, how did you, because we met at the, the workplace, how did you find that job? Yeah. So uh, apart from studies, I had a lot of time to spare. And uh, I was wait, thinking- what <laughs> are you? Are you just too smart? Because no grad student I met on campus will say they have a lot of time to spare. A lot of them are just like you know, nagging about how much study they have to do, a lot of reading, and all that. How, how, how can you, how did you, how did you have a lot of time? I don't know because initially I didn't do anything apart from studying because uh, I didn't know the ABCD of cooking. I didn't know how to do laundry. I was completely, I was an amateur. It was more like a baby's day out for so many months. Okay. And then um, I was like, I just needed a change of environment. I don't usually keep studying like 24 hours or like most Indians do. So I was like, okay, let me do something productive. <laughs> and Wait, uh, you have to say sorry to your fellow countrymen. <laughs> you actually say that they study all the time. That is not fair. <laughs> well, you could believe me. My grandmother wants me to study 24 hours in a day. She no if, uh, if I uh, no touch food. my throat or do something, she'll come yell, yell at me like anything. Oh, okay. So you used to be that studious. Oh, yeah. Oh, but after coming here, then you're like, I got to do something else. Of course. <laughs> I never liked studying so much, you know, like uh, hitting my head with the books. I just like reading once and that's mm. it. 
whereas uh, Indians have this concept of like revising whatever they did. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar that- with that notion as well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> similar background. It's like one time, not enough. A few times, that's prepared. Yeah. Ah, okay. So that is how I had some extra time, and then um, I was looking for part-time jobs in the job listing of the university. Sorry, I have a question. Before we jump into a part-time job, that seems so interesting. Like, so you don't find it hard in your program? Actually, I don't. <laughs> How? I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I learn it. I just give the exams. I I'm so satisfied with everything. I I I I I am one of the top performers in my class. Uh, my professor has given me a recommendation on LinkedIn, and that's why I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah. You're so. either too smart or you you're just too smart. <laughs> like I know a lot of. DA people, data uh, analysis people, they struggle with the math and all that. So are you just like so good in math or all that concept before coming? Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, I don't know if many people know this. Most of the Indians are good in math. Most of them. Yeah, my my husband wouldn't agree, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to ask that. Louis is like, uh, you used to be good, but like I didn't study data analysis and all that. Yeah. Yeah, that is why I think uh, maybe I found easy, maybe. Okay. Ah, so like your background kind of trained you to be better in math, so like you kind of handled it pretty well over here. Yeah, Ah. I I can say that. Okay. Wait, have you had any challenges in your studies while you're here? Um, I would say that I didn't face anything academically, but uh, mentally I was very much disturbed, yeah. How come? What happened? Oh, there were actually a lot of incidents that happened back home. Um, Even though, like, my parents are so affectionate on me, Mm -hmm. it was the vice versa for me as well. Because Mm. uh, that long, I've never been away from my parents for that long. Uh, Believe me or not, I talk to my parents daily for at least two hours a day. And you still say that you have a lot of time to spare. (laughs) Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Pooja is super smart. Please hire her. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. What? Okay. Well, all right. So so that that was the thing that you, you said incidents happening. Oh yeah. Like oh, okay. uh, many personal things were happening back home. Mm. Uh, it was pretty rough. That is how I was like struggling. Otherwise, academically I didn't struggle much. Okay. And culturally? Oh, culturally, not at all. Uh, surprisingly, I didn't yeah. because um, I was prepared. You know, this is how the life is going to be in the U.S. So I had a I had an idea. So I wasn't really shocked. But uh, more than a cultural shock, I was shocked about this because um, uh, on the first day when I landed in the U.S., I came to know that uh, the medical expenses are way too high for even a very normal person. This is really bad because uh, medical facilities should be provided at a very low rate. It should be the exact opposite because if a person feels ill, it is not his mistake that he is not financially able to go and get some treatment. Uh, I've even seen some TV shows saying that uh, in a funny way, I won't go to the hospital because I don't have a medical insurance. Let it be like that. Mm. So uh, this, uh, this was a very big shock to me because... Yeah. 
I cut my finger when I landed in the US on the first day. It was a very deep cut. I had to stitch my finger like uh, three stitches. And uh, the, I didn't have... How, did, how did you get a cut? Yeah, as I said, I didn't know ABCD of cooking. I uh, was chopping carrot and by mistake, it was a very sharp knife and I cut my... Uh... Ooh. <laughs> Okay, so the first day when you came here and then you kind of had an injury and Mm -hmm. then what happened? Oh, actually, I fainted thrice because um, I was really weak after a very long travel. I didn't have proper sleep. Yeah. So um, fortunately, I had a localite there at that time. Uh, He was taking me around to many medical facilities, but uh, since I didn't have a medical insurance, uh, a hospital literally charged me $1,500 just for three stitches. And in spite of that, I might even need to give money for the doctor separately. That was a shock to me. It was just three stitches. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I, I know back in Taiwan is so affordable. Yeah. Even it, it's like even without insurance, it will be higher, right? But it's still, it's not going to cost a whole month of rent. That oh, kind yeah. of high. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably three meals and that's it. But yeah. like, what about in, in where you're from? Like, how cheap would it be to have stitches like that? Oh, it's very cheap. It's like, uh, I don't know the exact amount, but it will not cost more than 1,000 or 2,000 rupees. Mm. If I am not wrong, because I never had stitches back in India. Yeah, but here, yeah. if I convert the money to Indian rupees, it was 21,000 rupees. I was like, geez. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, mm, I'm sorry for you, but like, so you paid it. Yeah, I still paid it. <laughs> that would be funny if he's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. All right, so first day you cut your finger, you pay a thousand dollars or even more um, for medical bills, and maybe there's more. Um, and wow, okay, that that's a huge cultural shock. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was the thing. Uh, then I actually went to my sister's place because uh, I didn't want to trouble my friends because I couldn't do any work. Um, she was actually telling me so much. Who the hell asked you to come to the U.S. without a medical insurance? I never knew this because uh, none of the websites that I read from, they didn't mention much about it. I thought it's just so trivial. And I thought... As soon as I come here, I'll take one. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, this thing happened. <laughs> and also, as like international students, we kind of probably just get it from from our campus, right? Like, do you get it outside? Oh uh, yeah, I get it outside. Initially, oh, okay. I got it from UHC. Uh, my uh, sister advised that, so that's how I did it. Got it. Okay. Oh, so is it cheaper? And what a university is offering. Cheaper than the one that the university offers, to be precise. All right, international students out there, you know who to talk to if you want a third-party um, um, insurance. Wow, okay. Thank you for sharing that story. I mean, you know, it's like when we don't talk about it, we don't know. But like when we talk about it, I, I kind of feel that we're in the same boat. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, okay. And is there any other culture shock? Otherwise, I was prepared. I was really prepared. Mm. I didn't face any much 
sharks and all. I didn't watch many movies, but I had this idea that uh, it would be stupidity to expect whatever I saw in India and here because they are two differently, entirely different worlds. So uh, it makes no sense for me to be in my comfort zone. And it's definitely going to be completely different because Indians are mostly, mostly traditional. They are brought up like that. But uh, in the U.S., it's exactly the opposite. So I was very prepared for it. And yeah, I didn't face any other cultural shock. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about your job. How did you find that job? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, when I was uh, looking for part-time jobs in the job listings of the university's website, uh, I uh, saw this IT job and it caught my eye because um, I love customer relationship management. And uh, this IT job has a combination of both customer relationship management and technical stuff. So I was pretty excited and uh, I gave it a shot. It was a 45 minute interview. Uh, Luckily I got through and I joined there as a health center consultant. So my primary role was to provide assistance to people coming in, like they may be students or faculty or staff or even general public Uh, whoever is entering the university, if they face any technical issues in terms of hardware or software or any services provided by the university, we are here to help. So we sit, solve everything and send them. It's just like the IT support in all the tech companies. So uh, though I love the work that I did there, the most benefiting factor for me was I was able to network with so many people. Like um, I made so many friends to the extent that I got two more part-time jobs from my IT <laughs> job only. What are those? Yeah, so there were two professors who were my clients and yeah. uh, we had a very good uh, networking opportunity. So under one professor, I worked as a research assistant for a year. And uh, with the other professor, I was working on a paid project. And yeah, that's why I say that IT has been the stepping stone for my amazing work experience at DU. And not to mention, I still remember you, I think, uh, you know, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Yeah. Every (laughs) morning you used to wave a hi so enthusiastically that your energy is so contagious. It (laughs) makes people immediately smile, no matter how distant they are. I mean, it, I like my job and I'm happy to have a job there. Um, yeah. And then you guys are fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, I felt like you guys look, I don't know, you look like a, in an aquarium. So that's why I was making fun of you guys, like, you know, waving and it's like, hey, wow. <laughs> or even, even do some like funny actions. Um, it's just so cool. And then I think you guys also enjoy so much of your work. Yeah, actually, yeah. we do enjoy a lot, but uh, I must say it was tip- it was a typical office environment. So professional it was. Mm. So, um, yeah, it was, it had perks. And, uh, whoa, I still remember this. I think uh, you wore a blue kurti and a white pant uh, with cute earrings. And uh, it was a perfect daisy Indian outfit. And that is when we had this conversation. You were uh, talking something in Hindi, and yeah. I realized, damn, my Hindi is way worse than hers. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, oh, wait, wait, wait. You know, a lot of in listeners will know, um, like whatever language that you speak. Okay, what do you speak? Oh, actually, my mother tongue is Tamil. Tamil, and do you speak any other dialects? 
ఐ కెన్ అండర్స్టాండ్ మలయాళం అండ్ తెలుగు హిందీ ఐ యూస్ టు బి వెరీ ప్రొఫిషియంట్ బట్ ఐ కంప్లీట్లీ లాస్ టచ్ సో దాట్ ఈస్ వై ఐ కెన్ అండర్స్టాండ్ వెరీ వెల్ ఐఎమ్ మోడరేట్లీ స్పీకింగ్ personally i don't watch movies much <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 well like so is it in the same fa- like your family don't watch it either or just you oh everyone watch movies it's just me i rarely watch some super hit tamil movies that's all okay. oh. i don't like watching movies much that's why i lost touch in hindi also got it okay so your family might still be able to watch hindi movies but you're a special case Yeah. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Okay. Wait, <laughs> you said that you, the dance is Canada? The dance? The dance that that the style like you you mentioned another state? Karnataka? Oh, yeah, that is actually uh, not a state. It's called Carnatic Music. Okay. So that is the classical version of Indian music. So it but oh. it's with Tamil as well. It it's Okay, good. got it, got it. Yeah. Oh. Got it. All right. Wow. Hmm. Very <laughs> cool. All right. Hmm. Anything that you received that people don't know about Indians or South Indians or Tamil people? Um this is a perception that everyone have but uh, it might be true i might say okay uh, most of the tamil people don't know hindi so do people come up to you to say i do you know hindi yeah i, I think me included <laughs> no actually i didn't know you guys are south indians oh yeah like yeah. Uh, if you go to kannada and um, andhra pradesh or telangana Mm-hmm. I was literally shocked because when I visited there I was thinking they will be speaking their regional languages which is Kannada and Telugu but surprisingly even though when I was in Bangalore and Hyderabad everyone was speaking Hindi so oh. yeah in a way it was convenient but yeah, yeah. Uh, my state is not allowing Hindi inside because um they don't I have, have a personal um, experience on that <laughs> yeah. when i burst out into hindi and then they're like and my colleague just like ping they don't speak hindi just speak english and yeah. i'm like I'm sorry <laughs> i didn't know it was offensive well, it's not exactly offensive but okay. the reason that they are doing it is because um when hindi came into karnataka and uh, telangana Mm-hmm. Uh, cities lost their native language at all i stayed oh. in bangalore for 6 months i didn't hear kannada at all it was all okay so it really killed the language in those cities and that is why i think my state is not letting it in because they want the regional language to be preserved yeah 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 ah, that's okay that's but i like i learned hindi privately mm Wait, privately? What do you mean? Like do you you go to a special school, private school for that? Oh, it was just uh, classes after school. Oh, also oh, it's not embedded in your um proper education. Um you might have a choice to take. You can uh, either take up Tamil or you can take up Hindi. So my mom wanted to me to be proficient in my mother tongue. So I took up Tamil in my school, but I learned Hindi like after school. 
Got it. Got it. Got it. Wow. All right. Did you realize a lot of CEOs in the U.S. are South Indians? Surprisingly, yeah. I I thought it's the opposite. So、I、it thought, should be like what North Indians? <laughs> yeah, that was exactly what I expected. But、uh, geez, it was completely opposite. Especially there are so many Telugu people.、Mm, and why do you think that they are so successful? Uh, you mean Indians? Yeah, or especially South Indians. Um, South Indians grew up in an environment where、uh, their families are very strict, as far as my knowledge goes, because <clears throat> I've had a few North Indian friends. Like、uh, they are very modern, but many of my friends are like they grew up in a very strict environment, so、uh, they were just allowed to study, study, study. And that is why I think maybe in terms of career, South Indians are successful than North Indian people. But I may be wrong. This is how my knowledge goes. Yeah.、Mm. I also heard because、um, I have colleagues who work in Chennai for several years, and she mentioned,、um, you know, Tamil people or South Indians are milder than North Indians, so it's easier to get along with them.、Um, I don't know, like how you feel.、Um, I definitely feel a difference. Like in Delhi, everyone's rushing, but like in Chennai, everyone's quite polite. <laughs> like it's it's not like a really slow pace, but like everyone's polite, and then it's like you can feel the relaxation that I that I didn't feel that in Delhi. So.、Um, Maybe, Maybe because、yeah. um, in North India the scenario was completely different. When I、mm. visited North India,、um, people were diversified.、Uh, few people were like so so so、uh, calm. Few people were like, you know, hyper and stuff. But generally in the south,、uh, it's pretty calm. It's calmer than North. That's what I feel. Yeah, and it's also kind of like the culture.、Um... I don't know if it's like geography-wise, like maybe with the ocean and all that. I don't know. <laughs> it's just very interesting to know like different north and south, and and even there was a movie called Two States.、Um, oh was, yeah, <laughs> it was talking about <laughs> North and South Indian, and and the culture itself is very different. And I think it's to you know, there's a lot to explore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say that、uh, North India and South India are like so different within India. That's the、uh, surprising fact that、mm-hmm. many people won't know because、uh, many of the South Indians they don't step out much. Most of them either go to Chennai or Bangalore,、oh. so they don't go to North. Most of them. Yeah. Okay. But、uh, because、uh, Bangalore is the Silicon Valley of、yeah. uh, India, so you get、yeah. more jobs there. And、uh, next comes Hyderabad and、uh, Chennai. Okay. And then comes Mumbai and Delhi and Kolkata. But most of the people don't go up. They don't prefer going up. Is it because the culture, the food, or the language? Uh, all the three, I might say. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because like more of a related language. Is it is it true? Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, is it、mm-hmm. true if you speak Tamil, the other southern southern Indian language will be easier for you? 
maybe i might say because um, the history goes that uh, tamil is the mother of all languages in india okay so uh, the neighboring state who speak malayalam um, you can easily understand the dialect uh, telugu also you might see some common words uh, our our words end mostly in a and their uh, words mostly end in u u like that oh okay yeah. so we all get along together it's pretty easy to understand given some time okay ah, yeah i think that's that's my malu friend told me so yeah he, he's from kochi and then yet to be interviewed um yeah and then he worked in bangalore before and he went to chennai not much cultural shock and i think he told me the same like the languages are similar but the scripts are different right completely Mm. Yeah. So you might be able to listen to it and speak some, but you might not be able to read and write. No way! It took me a lot of time to even distinguish between Malayalam scripts and Telugu scripts. I didn't even know which one is which. Oh yeah, they look like little worms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even Tamil is like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. yeah. I don't think I can differentiate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. So you're about to graduate in two weeks. Yeah. And what are your plans? Um, I this is not the graduation that I kind of expected, but unfortunately we have to accept it. Uh, I'm graduating in two weeks, and uh, I usually have everything planned out, but uh, now it's not going anywhere near my plans. So um, I'm looking for full-time opportunities in data science and data analytics. So uh, I'm pretty confident that I might land in one in some time. Good things take time. So yeah, that's how my future looks like right now. And given the opportunity, I'm really looking forward to go home and uh, cuddle my parents because this COVID nineteen uh, situation has just uh, mm. oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are <laughs> you looking for jobs in Denver area or anywhere? Oh, anywhere. Anywhere should be fine. Oh okay. So including back home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh okay. Mm. Now actually the job market is way low globally. Okay. Most of the companies froze the processes. That's so. right. Yeah. Well, there's still hope because I have friends who got just got hired in you know in the IT um area. So I'm very <laughs> hopeful for you because you know you're so bright and just like what I said. Um, if I am a supervisor, I will hire you. Oh my god! That's <laughs> You're like I'm so flattered. <laughs> But seriously, I I do think that you have the you have the talent, and you also put a lot of effort in that. Um, and also you have great experience, like. Um, a lot of students probably just study, but like you also have several jobs already. So yeah, yeah. Luckily, I have. Yeah. So, if any Indian student or any uh, international student will come to you for advice before they came come here, um, mm-hmm. come to the U.S., what would mm-hmm. you say to them? I would say that please do your research before coming here. You have to know so much, like uh, else you will be struggling with everything. Everything will become a shock to us because uh, I I know personally like few people of mine, uh, they came to the U.S. They got shocked seeing many stuff, and they went back home. So uh, they they, they drop they, their studies and go back home. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
I I see that in the US and UK like many people it it doesn't matter about the country it's just about what work you put in so if you do a lot of research about the place that you're going to the university that you're going to the career that you're going to choose and uh, the culture that you're going to see you will not face any difficulty at all that's what i would say and uh, networking is very important very very important like um before i came to the us i uh saw a few alumni on facebook i contacted them i got to know more about what i'm going to do in the future so i was able to take my decisions better so that is what i would uh, uh, suggest everyone but trust me coming out of home and leading an independent life is the best lesson that you will ever learn in my life you know um i i i stepped out of my comfort zone and i got to know more about myself so this is how i can uh, make decisions and uh, this is how my survival capability is and uh, lots of stuff this is what i like this is what i don't like i'm capable of doing this no because uh, our parents are not here for our rescue so it's just us and uh, to be frank each and every blow in my life it just made me more stronger i would say just because i'm far away from home because last year which was 2019 it was a very very cruel year to my family um we were all medically affected one after the other so it mentally affected us we were all devastated so uh, rather than sulking in uh, when a problem comes we just need to pick an option out of the two either sulk in with a problem or just stand up bold think what is the way out here and just come out and that will make you more stronger and this is the lesson i learned after coming home when i was even in bangalore i didn't learn this so my mom also says that she's really happy that uh, i got to realize this about myself because self realization is the most important thing for an individual and that is why i say everyone just step out of your homes come out there's a whole new world out there you're going to like uh, of course everyone's going to get hit hard uh, no no one's going to have a cake walk but it's worth it definitely you know what you can do you are a best candidate for um school admission and recruitment person oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can just stand on a stage and tell everyone like every student who are considering like where to go and what to do is like come out and apply for schools and get out <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh i'm sorry to hear that um last year was a tough year actually it was also in my question like so what exactly happened because you you actually told me the courses that you needed was were not offered oh yeah actually uh, this was in august 2019 um what happened was uh, my pa- uh, my dad's leg got paralyzed once again after 10 years so um we were extremely shocked because we were seeing this as history repeating itself and um really we were completely clueless as to what to be done and um i was like uh, i was having my final exams of the summer quarter I was thinking okay let me complete my exams and let me go home immediately let me just be there with my parents right now let me be of support to them of any manner but uh, my father was like this is our problem we will solve this you concentrate on your studies please don't take a break just be as you are 
and uh, he forced me to stay back here. So I initially had plans of staying back for the fall quarter. But what happened was uh, DU changed its course structure all of a sudden. And for that quarter, they offered the courses which I had already completed rather than giving new courses. So I was forced to take a break. And uh, luckily, because of that, I went home. And uh, by the time I went home, my father was thankfully recovered. And uh, I was like, we are all mind devastated. So let's all go out somewhere. And uh, I took them on a vacation for a week to an island. Um, no internet, no people, literally nothing. Just the four of us, we had the best time of our lives. We Aww. put all our worries behind us and we yeah. came back. But uh, yeah, even December 2019 was very cruel to us. It was really a cruel year, I would say, completely. But uh, I think uh, everything happens for a reason and it's definitely for the good. So that is how I went home. And I'm so happy that uh, that was the best decision I ever made. To be with family. Yeah, because yeah. we were all mentally down. So mm. it was perfect. Wow. Yeah, and, and you don't we don't know when we can go back home in the near future. So it was a great timing. So true. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So today we talked about Pooja's experience um, as an international student in IT <laughs> and his job experience and how he she um, networked and you know graduating very soon even though this is not a graduation that you're ho uh, hoping for but we still wish you success and I will be in touch thank you for coming to the show thank you so much Bang. it was so fun to be on your show and I wish you best of luck in all endeavors of life please stay happy please 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 <laughs> yes I will <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Chai with Ping. Let us hear your voices and stories. Please share this episode, like, and follow us on Instagram at Chai with Ping. You can also email us at chaiwithping at gmail.com. Till next time.